This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Forever. Dog. Here's my idea. What's that now? Double threat biopic. Mm-hmm. How does how do Tom and Julie meet? Yeah. Because you know great. how that's always made up in mm-hmm. a biopic? Yeah. In the Queen biopic, they're like, they meet him in a parking lot. They're like, hey, you sing or whatever. Yeah. How do Tom and Julie and Brett meet mm-hmm. in the double, the inevitable? Yeah. <laughs> inevitable. <laughs> yeah. The inevitable. This is what I say. Mm. Exterior. Mm-hmm. Marionette, Georgia. <laughs> 1980. Chicken? Or no chicken. 1989. Uh-huh. A young boy digging looks a over, hole. He's looks digging. into the uh, an un, a never-ending hole. Oh, no, he's digging it. Mm-hmm. He's digging it. And friend yelling into hole. How far down are you? Are you? Are, there, you are you? Are you? Are you? <laughs> Scarsdale, New York. A little redhead girl won't stop crying on the jungle gym. A little redhead girl. Interior, Lunt Fontaine Theater. <laughs> Annie on stage. The young so, Julie Clouser walks out. No, an actress sings tomorrow while <laughs> Angle on, crying redhead girl in audience. <laughs> in audience. Young Julie Clouser did not get the part and yeah. is not over it for some reason, even mm-hmm. though she never auditioned. Yeah. I like, so this is like the broadcast news intro where we see everybody's individual yes, origins. exactly. Okay, mm-hmm. I like this. I like when this. We're all, yeah. Tom and I are both crying and you're in a pit somewhere, yeah. I think. Uh, Tom, where's yours? Interior, exterior. Music, interior music store. Where in New Jersey? Summit, New Jersey, standing behind, Summit, New Jersey. Standing Interior, behind the music, counter. Sheet music store, standing yeah. behind the counter. An 150-year-old a- <laughs> piano teacher comes <laughs> up to the play counter. Play with our ages a little bit because I'm older than Brett. You're older old, than yeah. me, but yeah. I don't think you're 150 in this movie. No, the piano teacher that comes up to the counter. Oh, is, oh good. Okay. And goes, yes. do you have the... Is the pizza fresh or what, the peppers to, fresh? What was one of those? But Do you have... 
the Thompson 1A uh, instruction book. And then I go get, like, young Tom gets the book from the shelf and sets it in front of the teacher. Five ninety five. Wow, it went up. When I was a student, it was one ninety five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He yep. he grumbles. Like then we do an insert shot of um like a Mead notebook. Mm-hmm. There's sketches of uh the young man adds to his list people to kill. Yeah, and then it says piano guy. <laughs> yeah. And it's a really long list. We see that yeah. this is like the last He's list, the last page, page of this like page. 700 page Mead notebook. And it's completely yeah. full. He's writing it in the margins like the Crumb brother. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but it's still legible. <laughs> Got a side angle. The book is people, like. As, people as, as, I will as he have revenge it. upon, it should be called. Yeah. As he flips through the book looking for an empty space, it's more dense and dense filled with scores that he will settle. Cut to back on the stage of the Lunt Fontaine. The little girl in the audience is now on stage chasing the dog <laughs> who plays Annie. Young I mean, Ju- Sandy. Young Julie. Uh, yes. Young Julie's chasing young- the dog who plays Sandy around the stage. She has a hot now. dog. My dog now. I'm Annie. Yeah. I'm Annie. <laughs> she has a hot dog and is feeding. She has a hot dog and is wearing Daddy Warbucks bald cap. <laughs> <laughs> the the Mrs. Havisham is that Mrs. Uh, Mrs. Hannigan. Hannigan Havisham Hannigan. is, is Hannigan. Uh, great expectations. Uh, Mrs. Hannigan's uh, mink stole is on fire. <laughs> <laughs> like the ushers are running <laughs> mm-hmm. toward the stage with fire extinguishers. <laughs> then cut back, back to, to Georgia, Marionette, Georgia. Georgia. The police and fire department surrounding the hole. Boy, get out of there. <clears throat> so, Boy, I'm still digging. Kiss my grits. Kiss my grits. Kiss my grits. I'm yeah. still digging. Grits, 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 grits. Grits, grits, grits. Yeah. <laughs> this is the greatest. They, this is they, a great. They lower, they, they lower down. They There's like a whole rescue operation mm-hmm. a la baby Jessica in the well. I'd put that yeah. in the stage direction because I don't know yeah. what that means. They... They they hoist up the little boy mm-hmm. who's who's screaming, let me back down. I'm not yeah. done digging. Not done digging. Yeah. And back then to Summit, New Jersey. Back to Summit, New Jersey music store. <laughs> old piano teacher, another old piano teacher. This arrangement of this Bach prelude is garbage. I remember one time a teacher was looked at a thing and she was like, this old lady piano teacher was just like, this arrangement of this Beethoven thing, this is junk. It's really? junk. And she started yelling, this is junk. <laughs> like, cause it was like an oversimplified arrangement. And she was, and it just like, and the owner of the store was like, they do these things at different levels. Like they make, mm-hmm. like, if you want the hardcore stuff, we'll go get you a Henley edition, which is un unedited untra it's like just a- it's as is the hard stuff yeah, that's what you want this is a simpler arrangement that's why it's not junk it's just for a lower level student Ay-ay-ay. it's junk this is junk this is junk <laughs> i mean she was yelling it like that 
This is reverberating in my head still. And now look at us. We're here. And then we do like a three, um, like a split screen with the three of us all Mm -hmm. passing a storefront. And there's a microphone in the storefront. It says, podcasting will exist one day. Will you be ready? Yeah. And we both go. All three of us Mm. look in the thing. We're like. I think I will be ready. And Smash cut. Uh, what's the opening music? Down, down, out. Down, down, out. Down, down, out. Now, 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 now. Double threat. Yeah. I'm on the way to him. Or maybe but we still don't know how the three of us meet. So that is the contest. What is mm-hmm. the that is biopic yeah. meet cute? Mm-hmm. How do the three of us meet? Mm-hmm. Young Brett in his bedroom sits back and puts on his Hootie and the Blowfish cassette. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm such a baby. Oh, the dolphins make, make me, me cry. cry. <laughs> Did you grow up rooting for, well, you had Atlanta teams to root for. Yeah, yeah, that's right. A- Atlanta was really the only uh, city in the Southeast at that point that had pro sports teams, uh, minus, uh, I don't know, Charlotte and, well, Florida, but Florida's its own its own thing that's why these lunatics are so obsessed with like high school football in the south because there's no creepy because there's no pro teams near them can you imagine being an adult and being like screaming at a 16 year old 16 year old be like that's my yeah Yeah. have owning having ownership over some teenager or hit him harder hit him harder meanwhile you're just in the stands just yelling at a child there should be a law you guys if you guys win, I'll buy you all ice cream. I mean, they give you a um like a a wristband when you go into Chuck E. Cheese with the child that you come in mm-hmm. with so that you're you don't leave with the wrong child. Yeah. You can't just go into Chuck E. Cheese. And by the way, I learned this the hard way. I just wanted a regular mm-hmm. pie. Uh-huh. <laughs> you want to just I you- no, but here's the thing. I want to I want it for here. I don't want it to go. Yeah. And then I get bored. I don't want to look at my phone. I want to look at a ball pit of some kind. <laughs> yeah. You're and all like of a sudden, I'm kids. creepy. I'm yeah. the pervert. I'm the weirdo. Mm-hmm. I just want to. I just want to eat a mm-hmm. large pie mm-hmm. and watch some shit go mm-hmm. down. And I have to have a kid with me. Yeah. Yeah. Last time I checked, this was America. Exactly. So let me in with my ventriloquist dummy. Yeah. I go in and I stick my wrist out because they're like, oh, we need to put a wrist on. And uh-huh. they put it on my hand. And then I reveal that it's like a mannequin hand <laughs> that I have up my sleeve. I go and I go, hmm. Somebody put a wristband on a mannequin dummy. Looks like I don't have a wristband on, eh? Not that I was going to be weird or anything. I just wanted to fool, mess, mess you up there a little bit. And then I'm in the back of the squad car. When I'm doing pranks with my mannequin hand, mm-hmm. I like to prompt people to ask me things like, can I have a hand? Like, I just try mm-hmm. to get them to play along and they never do. And I think mm-hmm. it's because I'm not hiding the mannequin parts on me when mm-hmm. I ask them. I think I need to get a bigger. Sure. We're no, going to you- need a bigger bag. We're going to need a bigger bag. For all these mannequin parts that I go around the city and do bits with. And by yeah. the way. The NYPD love them. They love yeah. it. They love mannequin bits. They do. The um, 
Yeah, I, I love where things are at these days uh, in New mm-hmm. York City. One thing yeah, I'll I'm say, good- shake a leg, and then I'll take out a mannequin leg, and I'll shake mm-hmm. it in someone's face. Yeah, yeah. you just, <laughs> yeah, you're just on the subway. I'll order, yeah, leg, or I'll, I'll order like a hot dog at a heart cart, hot dog cart, and I'll go, now shake a leg, and then I'll go, Aah! and the <laughs> NYPD goes, hey, Julie, how's it going? I'll be like, pretty good, pretty good. They're like, you know we have to arrest you again. You're like, yep. Nope. I mean, yep. You're like, all right, take me in. And you put your hands out for them to cuff you. And then they two cuff you. And then mannequin two hands. mannequin hands. Or maybe it's just one. And I'm like, oh, damn it. Yeah. You're no. like, ha ha, I'm free. Wait, no. Now I'm handcuffed to a mannequin hand. And I use the other hand that is not handcuffed to do that doodly do. I'm listening to the radio thing. You know what I would do if I was you? You might want to consider this. You pull out a mannequin hand and you like, that's like. Has a glove on it, and you go yes. across their face, and you go. Of course, you know this means war. <laughs> with the wait, question. That's with the gloved hand, or the just the plain glove. Hand. You have a mannequin hand that has a glove on it. Why don't you that, just knock them? If you're holding that mannequin hand, just bop them with it. You want to be precious about it. But you slap them. But when you're it. challenging someone to a duel, I think you do it just with the glove. I don't think you slap them. I don't think you put oh, well, a glove on and then even slap better. them. Even, well, it's even better that you're right. You're right. You have a mannequin hand that is holding a glove. <laughs> yes, exactly. That you swing the mannequin hand and that slaps them. It'll give you a and little extra reach. And then you have another reach. mannequin hand that's holding a pencil and it writes mm-hmm. a strongly worded letter. Yeah. Dear sirs. Dear sirs. I normally don't write letters to the editor, but this, in this case, I could not hold my yes. tongue. I ran into greedy Gretchen again. At the Regal Beagle. <laughs> I have to say something about Greedy Gretchen. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> I'm not sure what, but I, I do have to. Do you feel like there's a shaming aspect to that? Yeah. Like, why is she greedy? Because she's she's she uh, wants she's, it. it. But then that she's lusty. She's lusty, but she's greedy in her lust. Do you like, think how could you resist? Like, a, how could you resist a, what is she, a Jack she's Tripper changing... or a Larry Dallas? How could you resist those? I could resist a Larry Dallas. I couldn't resist a Jack Tripper. I'm only human. But what I was gonna say is, how is she? Did she like change the markup on some things wholesale that were just unacceptably? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like yeah, is Gretchen is just like? Way? Um, I think she just wants to smooch and. Uh, mm-hmm. She's she's greedy in her smooching desires. Hmm. Interesting. Welcome back to Double Threat, everybody. This is my friend Tom Sharpling. That's right. And and coincidentally, I'm here with my friend, Julie Klausner. And we are back on another episode of Double Threat. And we are going to pick up where we left off last week because we had our first cliffhanger episode. Yeah. Uh, what what would what is the t- what is the title of this uh, series, Brett? Uh, this is uh, the top ten scenes in movie history. Uh, and actually, that's a good point. Uh, a cliffhanger. Can you maybe record a little pickup for me now, like a suspenseful outro to last week's episode? Something to really, mm, really, and maybe yes. I can add a little sound design to it. Sure. Yes. I don't know how we want to okay, say we'll that. We'll do it. Yeah. Three, two, one. What will happen? Next week, what clips will comprise the top 10? You'll have to find out by tuning in 
next week. Who will live and who will die next week on Double Threat? There you go. Is that good? Yeah, it was great. Good. Uh, So now, uh, yeah, so now we are resuming uh, the countdown uh, of the uh, top 10 movie scenes of all time. Uh, and this is the definitive list, not those uh, those uh, generic yeah. lists yeah. you see online that just list the same dang scenes over and over again. They've all you've all know this is the definitive uh, a film lovers list of the best ten scenes in movie history. Uh, and we're still going through the nominations here. Last week, our nominations uh, were uh, the courtroom scene from Crybaby. Uh, the internet cafe scene from Frownland, the pharmacy scene from Magnolia, uh, the Waterloo karaoke scene from uh, Muriel's Wedding, the mob wives scene from Goodfellas, and the uh, hotel hallway uh, getting punched through the wall scene from Jackass. Really strong nominations there. Uh, but we've got a, 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 a bunch more nominations coming at you, and then we're going to narrow it down to 10. The top 10 movie scenes of all time as determined by... Double you know who? Oh boy! So we've got about we've got about fifteen nominations oh left to go goodness. through, um, but we can go through them pretty quickly, I think. Uh, and then it's going to be up to us to, to up to you to determine yeah. the uh, top ten. Um, so let's kick it off here uh, with a Julie submission. Mm. Uh, this is from the um, this is from the is it nineteen seventy eight. Or am I too too far there? The, the, it's not nineteen seventy eight. It's twenty twenty two, Brad. Oh, 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 sorry. Uh, oh, it is nineteen seventy eight. Invasion of the Body Snatchers. Oh, I see what you're sorry. Starting. Yeah, I yeah. Got, I, I cut you off. I no, no worries. I, I this is one of yours up. too, Brett. Right? Oh yeah. This is I. Uh, yeah. I, I, as soon as you put this on the list, I was like, oh yeah, that is such. That's pr- exactly the kind of thing we're looking for. Is uh, maybe not like the most you know, played scene from the movie, but one that, you know, fans of the movie, th- this is, this is one of my favorites as and well. And Donald Sutherland plays a mensch in this movie and he plays a mensch who knows how to cook. Mm-hmm. And this is why Brett connects to this character is because he's a good guy and he loves to cook. And he is also a health inspector. So he goes around to restaurants. And he goes, what are you doing? Your kitchen is a mess. Mm-hmm. I would agree with you half of that. I feel like he's a little he gives me a little bit of a, you know, cop vibes in that first scene. You know, he's a little bit of a restaurant cop in a way that I think is is there's a positive aspect to it. He's keeping everything healthy. He seems to really poop in the soup, Brett. But it's you know, it's it's all about his methods. I I don't know. He seems a he, he was seems like to a really Fauci type in this. He was a Fauci type. Yeah. And I know that I know how much you I ain't you were making Fauci, death threats against Fauci at one point. I ain't getting that Fauci ouchie. I hope Fauci and his wife have hero sex like Sully Sullenberger and his lady. I hope Fauci and Sully Sullenberger have hero sex. <laughs> That'd be amazing. For the greatest day of my life. Yeah. I would let's have a pay-per-view event of that. That would be amazing. I would watch Anthony Fauci and Sully Sullenberger do it. Guaranteed three hours of intercourse. <laughs> Like a, like a Springsteen concert. Would it be like a Springsteen concert? Sully wouldn't leave. Well, what if He'd there is like, a Springsteen concert happening? That too. Yeah. In front, it's happening in front of the Springsteen concert, like in the I press saw, area. Mm-hmm. The photo, fo- that photo pit. Uh-huh. Fauci and Sully. S- Sully getting down while Bruce Springsteen <laughs> and the E Street Band do a full concert. I I think we should do this. Raise money for something. Yeah. Do it as a pay per view event. Amazing. Let's let I and it's five hundred dollars 
per human. Like you can't just do mm-hmm. a pay-per-view. Yeah. You can't watch it and, with your wife. Yeah. You can't have like, oh, everybody come on over for the pay-per-view. Nope, it's like, nope, absolutely 500 not. bucks a head. That's I mean, it. go ahead, but we're going to yeah. charge you per head. Yeah. Figure out a way to scan for eyeballs. But yeah. anyway, so so Donald Sutherland has a big crush on Brooke Adams in this movie. Mrs. Tony Shalhoub. Great mm-hmm. Brooke Adams. Yeah. Love Brooke Adams. And a great actor in her own right. And yeah. they and she and he invites her over for dinner and he makes her dinner and they um sort of flirt and they have a nice little work friend rapport and they also have chemistry and she does something that's so charming and funny. Yeah, she she does a trick with her eyes that that has to be seen to be believed. And it goes a little something like this. Do 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 do. I don't think you do 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 do. You're not crazy. You can do the thing with your eyes. Oh, my God. You're not crazy. Amazing. That's amazing. It's great. I don't even know what that... That's amazing. It's a really good scene, and they're in his backyard. It makes San Francisco look temperate. Mm-hmm. And then the pods come in. Yeah. Then Everything what gets really bad. But it's a very sweet scene. Have you tried to do that, Julia? I've I've seen this scene a hundred times. I don't even know how to begin to do. I mean, how can you even describe what she just does there? It's she everybody sort of can vibrates try it. her. She sort of, sort of vibrates her pupils. Okay, let's see if everybody can try it. Okay, let's try. It. Yeah, Julie's starting. <laughs> what was that? You used to hold it when you. No, you. I, I'm gonna look. I don't know if I can do this either, but I do know I can tell you both. <laughs> you have to stick your tongues out. You're getting. You're getting. You're getting distracted by a whole face thing. How about this? Focus How about this? on the eyes. Right. No, that's eyebrow. It's all eyebrow. You're not even moving your eyebrows. You're moving your mouth again, Brett. You're going oh. like ee ee ee. And Julie, you're doing the same thing. You're not shaking your head. Now you're literally <laughs> rocking your whole body back and forth. She's still in the thing. Here, I'm going to try it. Let me see if I can try it. Let me... Oh, wait. Tom's close. How are you? You're doing a groucho now. You're like. How do you even isolate? I can't even isolate that. Your pupils. And this is a great time to remind you that you can watch Double Threat full video on Forever Dog Plus. Sign up at foreverdog.plus. Is that it? It hurts. Get, I can say this. My eyes hurt now. We got to get go Brooke Adams. Down. Let's get Brooke Adams on the show. See if she can still do that. Yeah, let's do it. I can make that call. Well, that's a strong contender uh, yeah. right there. Okay. Right there. The eyeball yeah. scene yes. from uh, Invasion of the Body Snatchers. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and also, if you're a man and you want to ask a lady on a date, Compliment something she does that's funny and cook a nice meal for her. Yeah. And then ne- neg that uh, her also. <laughs> that helps a lot. Just go like, that's a so terrible haircut. Yeah. You got nice hair, but that's a terrible haircut. Did you wear that shirt on purpose? Yeah. You wear that shirt on purpose. It looks Your pants are great, but that shirt looks stupid. Shipping can make or break a sale, so optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. 
Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Um, what's next, Brent? All right, this uh, this next uh, <laughs> this next clip here. I was expecting to see this on the list, so I'm glad it made it. Uh, this is this is a Tom and Julie favorite. Uh, it is the, uh, the movie head, the movie head. Mm. Um, Oh, can I guess? Can I guess? Is it nobody ever lends money to a man with a sense of humor? No, No, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a big moment in the thing. Is it the porpoise song? It is. Yeah. Because the movie head for people who don't know is the monkeys made a movie in 1968 that, Instead of making their version like a hard day's night or or something or help fun, or even magical mystery yeah, tour, no, they made a movie co-written by Jack Nicholson that pretty much deconstructs the whole monkeys experience, and it's very impressionistic and it's it does not hold your hand to explain things, and it's amazing. It's one of the best movies ever. Best songs, best sequences, so completely beautiful, beautiful things you've ever seen. Mind blowing, and it starts with them basically committing suicide, jumping off a bridge. Do you yes. see the shirt I'm wearing? I do. Well, look at that. This is perfect. My friend, then my friend Adam tie dyed this, so it's super psychedelic. I love it. Very cool. Where should I start this scene, Tom? Right now. Right here. Okay. Perfect. Here we go. So the monkeys are being chased. They go through a a ribbon. That a politician is cutting to commemorate the construction of a new bridge. They burst through it as though it is a finish line. They, need, then, a, they need a microphone technician. Mm-hmm. A lot of feedback. I could yeah. fix that. Well, you be you. Brett watching head. That's perfect. There's a lot of feedback. I can fix that. Yeah. That's. Amazing. in LA. Do you know what bridge this is, Tom? Um, I, I don't remember what bridge is. I, I've, I've, uh, I did get an answer and I can't remember. And I gotta say, Mickey looks so good in this scene when he, yeah. with his tennis sneakers. And his, yeah, exactly. They all look so cool. Yeah. And Peter with his kind of Nehru jacket, right? He is like a collarless jacket. No, imagine they're goofing on the Vietnam War too, which nobody yeah. asked them to do. Imagine Brett that you're a child yeah. who liked the Monkeys TV series, and you yeah. beg your parents to take you to see the Monkeys have a movie out, and then this is how it starts.
I laughed about the feedback breakfast because it's like a running joke in it. Got it, got it, got it. I love it. And it's all single shot still, too. Yeah, incredible. Yeah, it's beautiful. It's also such a good take on Hard Day's Night when you see them running yeah. and then learning later who they're being chased by, which is just everybody in the movie. Yeah. Very peewee, honestly. Then it goes to slow motion. Oh my God. See Mickey Dolan's jumping off of a bridge in slow motion. The other monkeys follow. And this beautiful Carol King song comes in. As soon as he hits the water, the best song ever starts. beautiful and it's so color the colors are just so blown out and that's when they had to do that stuff by hand all the like all this layering it's not just after effects
crossfade into a fish tank. Cut to Jack Nicholson's girlfriend making out with all four of them. Yeah. Have you ever seen Head, Brat? You know what? I, I've never seen it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this is, I think this is what I needed because uh, it was, um, I mean, obviously I'm, I'm now have become increasingly fascinated with the monkeys having just been in mm-hmm. your your company, both of your yeah. company for a while now. But uh, I also was like, oh, this is a denser universe than I kind of gave it credit for hearing you guys talk about it so much. So I needed like a, a kind of way yeah. in. And this is. This is incredible what I just saw. I, I, yeah, I'm, I'm going to watch this well, as soon as I can. It's Bob Rafelson. I was going to say the, yeah, because well, uh, the, the opening camera work is reminiscent of like, yeah, Five Easy Pieces or Easy Rider or something like this that. This is where it yeah. all began, though. And they, he did everything. If anything, this movie made Bob Rafelson simplify yeah. his approach from this point. Yeah. He was just like, it was some of the most technically intensive work you could ever do with a with a movie with all the the color saturation everything being blown out and the layered all those layered shots of him falling that's all manual to get that and yeah. he just never there's a sequence with daddy's song that is so it's unbelievable it's you'd never believe it it's they shot a dance sequence t- twice in negative colors black and white white to black and it's and they cut, just cut through back and forth with it that's... you you can't believe what you're seeing and it's and it's, again, it's not digital yeah. to assemble it. It's 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 a true work of art. And he said he never wanted to do anything that was that that intense uh, of a of a process, hmm. an intensive process. So, um, yeah, that's that's one. It's that, a masterpiece. I think that one is for both of us. Absolutely, that was incredible. Awesome. Um. All right, let's go to, um, let's see, let's do a listener clip. Uh, this was a fun one. I I, I had never seen uh, this movie or this clip before, uh, but it got two, uh, two nominations. Uh, this is from the movie uh, Crush Groove, Crush Groove. Okay. Uh, and it is a scene uh, of the uh, Fat Boys, the rap group of the Fat Boys, um, happening upon a all-you-can-eat buffet in um, Manhattan. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, this is a very fun scene and it got multiple, multiple listener nominations. Okay. This one, this is more popular hip, than disorderlies, the hip hop uh, for fat boys related. Yes. Disorderlies was the fat boys scripted endeavor. Well, crush groove is kind of like a little blurry, right? It's, I can't remember. I don't, I, I'm pretty sure I saw crush. Groove. Maybe I didn't. I don't know. of it. It sounded cool. I was reading about it. It says it's sort of loosely the story of Def Jam, like the behind the story, like yeah. scene sort of story of mm-hmm. Def Jam. I think I've only read about. I never actually saw Crush Groove. If I, because th- things sound familiar, but I can't think of that. It just doesn't feel like something I saw from head to tail. So let's check it out. All right, here we go. Got to start somewhere, right? Exactly. That's Curtis Sliwa. Curtis Sliwa was one of the fat boys? No, I just saw a guy wearing a hat and I figured it was him. Sabaros, Tom, your favorite. Could you imagine all you can eat is Sabaros? 
They just keep blinking these neon signs and say dessert and pasta. And I'm like, how did they get in my head? If you were doing all you can eat and said, give me a whole pizza. <laughs> like they, they, they be like, that's not the spirit of this. Sbarro's. They do not have that on the menu. So that's the Times Square Sbarro's. Mm-hmm. A place I've been at. Is it, the, is it the Times Square one or is it the one across from like Madison Square Garden? No, no, it's the Times Square one. It's okay. 49th and 7th, I Okay, think. that's right. It did say. Or 49th and 6th. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Those are some big trains. For some guys who are so enthusiastic about eating, they're not good at eating. They're eating. <laughs> they're mi- they're folding the pizza and missing their mouth. <laughs> it's like they they're going back up for round two. Yeah, and all the all, food is gone. Yeah, they're mad. No. Oh no. Oh no! They're they back. did trash the, the place. Giant calzone. Now they're getting handed giant full lunch meats. Yeah. Yeah, this is a pretty classic scene. Well, they're going back downstairs again. They only eat downstairs. Yeah. You know they're the, not allowed in the main dining room. Those oh, now they're eating full salamis? They don't show them eating the salamis. The salamis just disappear one That's, by one. Yeah, they kinda they kinda sped the footage so you, we didn't Oh no, we, they're back. They're running out. I don't know how they're running. That was all you can eat. They shouldn't be having to run away from the Sparrows guy. Yeah, that's pretty cool. They had two helpings, and then they they treated as though they were criminals. They went up for seconds. That's it. Sure, the seconds included 30 pounds of food each, but including an entire salami. (laughs) (laughs) No. I think two of the three fat boys have passed away, if I remember correctly. I don't know. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. Rest in pizza. Based on that clip. Right? That what? I said rest in pizza. Because they were eating pizza <laughs> in the clip. It's what they would want. Rest in pizza. They were they ate pizza in that clip. And they weren't That's even good I at it. I feel every teach. time I eat is, is that someone's going to chase me out the door. Oh, you can eat. That's going to be stuck in my head forever now. You know, that happened to my uncle one time. There's a story in my family that my uncle got told to stop eating at an all-you-can-eat buffet. Uh, What did he do? I guess he, uh, I mean, he was um, uh, famously a a big eater, had a big appetite. And this was uh, 
uh, like a Shoney's or a Ryan's or something. Mm -hmm. Uh, and, uh, uh, this guy that worked at the place, he was going back up for, you know, his fourth or fifth uh, helping. And a manager kind of sidled over and he goes, uh, he goes, hey, how you going? How you doing? He's like, my uncle's like, oh, pretty good. And he's like, you uh, you think you've had enough there, buddy? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> you think buddy. you've had enough there, buddy? <laughs> <laughs> Brett, book your uncle on the show. Yeah. You think you've had enough there, buddy? <laughs> like, just like, let's take inventory of uh, some bigger themes here. Oh, like it, it's like dignity and when uh, a child misbehaves and they're like, am I in trouble? They're like, do you think you're in trouble? Yeah. It's also like, hey, man, I'm an outlier. Okay. You also get somebody comes in here and they, they under eat because yeah. they, they, they came in. They weren't that hungry. Yeah. So yeah. I'd but if someone said that to me, you really think I'm going to stand up for myself? No. If somebody said that to me, I'd say, you know what? I'm going to go in your bathroom, I'm going to throw up, and I'm coming back out twice as hungry now, you jerk. There's nothing in your rule, but I need to go clean barf off the wall, because I'm not even throwing up in the turlet. I'm throwing up in the wall. I'm going to throw up on the bathroom wall. And then, 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 we'll, see. then we'll see if I've had enough there, buddy. I even bring my own toothpaste. I bring my own toothbrush and toothpaste, getting ready for when I hork all over your bathroom wall. I come out with fresh breath. I'm ready for. I'm ready for an appetizer. I, it's like I wasn't even here already. Is your uncle still with us, Brett? Uh, sadly, not. Sadly, he passed away. Oh, Brett! Uh, but an absolute legend, Uncle Joe. I love you. I miss you. One of the greats. Rest in pizza, Uncle. Rest Joe. in pizza. There we go. Rest in pizza. <laughs> Yeah, you think you had enough there, buddy? <laughs> like, that's you know, the, uh, that's the, the do you know how fast you were going? Yeah, yeah. Food. That's like that's and, and again, that's cop talk. Any idea how fast you were going? That's cop talk. That's a that's a buffet cop. Yeah, you know, I say to that. I hope that guy rots. <laughs> you think you had enough there, buddy? Yeah, and you but you know the build up to that thing. He was just like. Because your your uncle went yeah. up, loaded up on round one, right? <laughs> round two, he was like, "Okay, fine. It's an all you can eat buffet." Of course, the guy can go back up again. He watches him go up that third time. He's like, "This guy's going for it on the third time." But also, well, okay. there's no way Uncle Joe's going to bankrupt the place. Is your business oh. model that yeah. screwed up that one guy can corrupt it? Yeah. So the third time, like shook shook him a little bit. He looks over at the table, sees Uncle Joe's. Pretty much clean in the, his plate. He's like, "Well, I guess that'll that wraps it up for this guy." You got to be nope. kidding me! He's coming back up. Which maybe he's just gonna get like a little dessert or something. Oh my god, he's loading the he's he's loading <laughs> it back up, and then then finally goes back to the table. He's like, "He better eat what's on that plate because I'm gonna charge I'm gonna charge him for what he doesn't eat. That's a waste of food." He wipes out all the food on the plate, and then he sees Uncle Joe turning back toward the buffet, and he's like, that's it. I got to say something. <laughs> I got to say something. <laughs> Think you had enough there, buddy? He's gonna, this guy's going to run me out of business. And it's like, no, he's not. Just to play devil's advocate, what if this guy's wife was the one that's like, you need to say something to that guy? If I, w if I was in that situation, I'd hork on both of them. <laughs> <laughs> You want your food back? Here you go. 
You want it back? You're getting it back. That's like in um, buffet style. Female trouble when they're angry at the woman who won't pay for their hairdo, so they take it back and they pour water on her head. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, Brett, that's a great story. Oh yeah, no, I, I and I appreciate your take on it. Uh, vindication for Uncle Joe. We're on there. Joe's side all the way. I love we it. put all, put put um Uncle Joe on the hall. Uncle of Joe fame. on the on the double yes. threat Hall of Fame. Oh, that makes me so happy. Yeah. All right. Um. Let's uh. Let's check out uh. And a, put a, my barf on the on the <laughs> double thread wall of fame. <laughs> Because that's where it goes. All right, here we go. So this is um this is a, a Nicolas Cage clip. You know Nicolas Cage had to make an appearance uh, here at some point. Uh, and this is from the movie uh, Vampire's Kiss. Vampire's Kiss. You know this one, right, Tom? Or oh, no? yeah, absolutely. Yeah. There's so many funny things in here. Elizabeth Ashley gives a Oscar-worthy performance. Um, as his therapist, and obviously he's listing the alphabet. He eats a cockroach for no reason, but I mm-hmm. love in Vampire's Kiss when he bullies Maria Conchita Alonso, who plays his poor assistant. Mm-hmm. He is so mean to her that it is very funny to me. Well, I'm ready. Oh, do I have the right clip? This is the counting one. Did you? You wanted the other one? Oh, yeah, but we could do this one. Are you sure? Okay. Sure. Elizabeth Ashley's in it. Okay, cool, cool. All right. Oh, so when you can list the eat. alphabet? Yeah, yeah. Of course. This is great, too. Okay, great. All right. Here we go. I had a difficult day yesterday. Got a little upset at the office. Do you want to talk about it? Well, it's just there's this contract we're trying to locate. Oh my god. Shouldn't if a company if a literary agency makes a copy of every contract of every single contract it makes with a client by the way, this is what therapy's like. If anyone's ever been to therapy. File. In the appropriate file. Now, is he doing like a a Donald Trump impression? He's sort of doing Shouldn't a mid like a mid-Atlantic accent, but every once in a while, like some Philly slips in. Mm-hmm. In that file. Yes, I suppose it should. It should. Right? Yes. Right? Hmm. Yep, 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 yep. Unless, of course, it's somehow been misfiled. Misfiled? Yes, misfiled. Sometimes somebody puts a document in the wrong file and then it's misfiled. It makes it much harder to find. Who? Who? What do you mean, who? I don't know who exactly. You don't? No, I don't. Whoever filed it in the first place, but... For God's sakes, Peter, I am not telling you one single thing you don't already know. How could somebody misfile something? What could be easier? It's all alphabetical. You just put it in the right file, according to alphabetical order. 
A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, J, K, L, M, N, O, P, Q, R, S, T, U, V, W, X, Y, Z! That's all you have to do! Very good. You know your alphabet. I never misspelled anything! What a time! Oh my god. Brett, is this you when, like, there's something wrong with the mix or something? Do you say that to Joe? Are you like, I never mixed! I don't never mix anything wrong! I checked channel one, channel two, channel three, channel four! (laughs) (laughs) Our mixer only has 12 channels, though, so it's over. It's over quicker. It's amazing the way he acts to where early on someone he there's a chance that the, that he might have never worked in a way that he might if he didn't have family connections he might never have gotten that first job yeah. that got him in the door so that he could be the weirdo that he rightfully is. Yes. But if it was just left to just Great. just average casting people and directors early and just they see him and it's like this guy's nuts no thanks <laughs> like we want somebody who's going to play it correctly rather than to go and be to do this voice or the one he does in peggy sue got married is i think like, this is written by the guy who wrote after hours is it i didn't i didn't know that i think so do you like peggy it's, sue got married i like it okay He's definitely bizarre in it. Though. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's not in a fun way. This is definitely the most fun Nicolas Cage mm-hmm. being crazy. Sure. Are you scared of that new movie that's coming out? I am. What's scary about it? Just that it's going to be like. That it's like being in on the thing a little bit kills yes. the thing. Um, I think things might be different for him just because he is so unpredictable. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm curious to see it, but I, I am. Yeah, I'm hoping for the best. Right. Like when Jeff Goldblum started like hamming it up a little bit too much. Yeah. Yeah. Just the idea that then the then you kind of kill the golden goose a little bit. Well, we'll we'll see. We'll see. I'll probably run into bread at a screening of it. Oh, hey, man, I'll walk in dressed like uh, face off. <laughs> I would love to see a remake of Face Off starring the two of you. That'd be great. Because mm-hmm. you take your face off. It's the greatest moment. And that, that is a great moment in cinema history. Him saying the title of the movie. All right. This next clip. Um, this is uh, a listener submission. Um, I think it got, it got two submissions. Uh, this is from the movie Ghost World. From the movie Ghost World. Um, and it is, um, the, uh, the blues hammer scene in the, uh, mm-hmm. in the, in the bar, uh, where Steve uh, Buscemi goes to see his, one of his favorite, uh, blues musicians and the experience is, uh, is, uh, ruined and He brings for like a 78 for them to sign, which is just so, oof, that hits me on a very deep level. <laughs> these people at least turn off their stupid sports game until he's done playing (laughs) 
just a minute. Hey, check that out. She's nice. But... Offer her a seat. No, no. I'll do it. No, 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 no. Wait, 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 wait. Let me think of something to say to her first. Great music, huh? Yeah, I just love blues. Actually, technically, uh, <sighs> what he was mostly playing would more accurately be classified in the, the, the ragtime video. Although, of course, not in the strictest sense of the classical ragtime Goodbye. piano <laughs> music. Uh, like that of uh, Scott Joplin or Joseph Lamb. Yes, Scott Joplin. We got another Scott oh, Joplin reference on the show. Keep your streak alive. 12 bar structure in its stanzas. If you like authentic blues, uh, you really gotta check out Blues Hammer. They're so great. She sounds lobotomized when she says that. Yeah. Authentic. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Everything's cringy. But that is a great scene. Ah. Live that life. When did the blues become? Is it House of Blues that was sort of that made blues really cringy? Well, I mean, it depends on like, I don't know. Like, I mean, there's there's so many people who just feel like anything that anything that any of like the white British guys did with it. Yeah. Killed it. That the and stones. They, yeah, they'd have a fair point. They yeah. they just took it and bastardized it. Um I don't know. I like when people I like that stuff. I like what what people did to the blues. Look, blues hammer suck. That's a bad mm-hmm. version of it, but I'm all for playing with it and cracking things open as long as you're not a blues purist. Not a I'm not a. I, I hope I'm not a anything purist. Mess with it. I don't care, right? 
You know what I mean? I've, ha- I've had the blues. Yeah. You've had the blues? Mm-hmm. Yeah, me too. That clip gave me the blues a little bit. I had the Blue Man Group once. For dinner. Oh, no. I know. I t- oh, you can eat. As many Blue Man Group <laughs> members that you can eat. The You're fat picking boys out ping pong balls from your teeth. Yeah, if the fat boys saw, saw that and they had, they were at the Sabaros, mm-hmm. they hand you just one of the blue men man group on the tray. On those Chasing giant them around with a fork and knife. I wish I could beatbox. Someday, Tom. Someday. What's next, Brett? All right, let's take a look um, at a, uh, let's see, the uh, uh, second Martin Scorsese uh, film on our list here, King of Comedy. Okay. Uh, so much to choose from, from the King of Comedy. Um, this is um, a scene uh, with Sandra Bernhardt and Jerry Lewis mm-hmm. uh, in which she has kidnapped him and is alone with him. What is your favorite scene from this movie, Tom, if you had to choose This is scene? one of them. This is definitely one of them. Okay. I like... Um, Look, the the scene at the house is obviously at the Ugh, at so the good. is at the Hamptons, something like that. So when like, she realizes uh, that they're not invited, yes, heartbreaking. This that, I just love because it's such a star sir, a star turn for Miss Sandy. Oh no, this is this is the one of the most incredible debuts ever to say that I'm going to go toe to toe with Robert De Niro. Martin mm-hmm. Scorsese and Jerry Lewis. I'm going to steal the whole picture. Yeah. And I'm not scared of any of them. No, because I, I know how great I am. I yeah. have the confidence of someone that she is as good as she knows mm-hmm. she is. Yes. Now Jerry Lewis is tied up. <laughs> and Sandy just jumped. <laughs> the plates onto the floor and the table that they're sitting at. You're gonna love me. <laughs> She's just started singing to him. Like nobody's love me. Come rain or come shine. Happy together. Unhappy together. And with things like this, it's always amazing when you don't know the person yet. Like we know Sandra Bernhard now. Right at the time, it was just it's like, who is this? Yeah, probably more menacing to the audience too, because they probably felt like he did. Well, you just feel like you're unsafe. You don't know where yes. this is going to go. This is the kind of vibe I go for with my live shows when I sing. By the way. Everybody gets a bib. They're all tied to a chair. Mm-hmm. It's very predatory. Amazing. Brett, can you pull up the opening scene in Mean Streets? The street fight is that street and fighting man. Street fighting man. That the, is the music on it because that's like the same introduction mm-hmm. to Robert De Niro, where you're just like, this guy's scaring me a little bit. 
Like it's just yeah. like like you don't feel like mm-hmm. they've been kind of like turned into a commodity that's safe yet. Just like this, there's energy here that I'm not. Mm-hmm. I don't know my relationship to this energy. Right. And when you can tap into that. Well, we play by your rules, don't we? Well, don't we? It's interesting that he was doing those De Palma movies around this time, too. Mm-hmm. De Niro. So, like, he didn't necessarily belong to Scorsese. Like, Yeah. Yeah, not, not yet, at least. And then. Right. But, like, watch how wiry and. Like, he's. Yeah. Terrifying. I don't know. There's just something there that he understands the value of absolutely these of the introduction. Yeah, of just like the introduction, not only from a character standpoint, but from an actor standpoint. Yeah. Where you're like, now this guy is it's bad news. You don't know what to make of this guy yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, there's just something there. I, I, I'm circling. It's exciting a about like character actors. Yes, you have an opportunity to introduce them or use them in the way you want. If people don't know who they are. It's yeah. an exciting opportunity. Absolutely. Was that Richie April in the back there, Tendon Bar? Might have been. Might have been. All right. So let's uh, let's look at a Tom clip here. This is from uh, the comedy classic Happy Gilmore. Happy Gilmore, this is uh, the uh, batting cages scene from Happy Gilmore. One second. Are you familiar with this, Julie? This is the golf one. I, I, I've seen Billy Madison a okay. bunch of times. I don't think I've seen Happy Gilmore. Well, this scene actually ties into a concept we talked about earlier in the show, which you're going to realize. Uh, or was it last week on last week's show? No, no and then uh, this episode talking about mannequin hands ah yes all right here we go happy gilmore batting cages scene and he's trying to figure out he is he's not a golfer yet uh julie yes he's on his way but he's shown he's shown that he's got this incredible golf swing okay but he doesn't see himself as a golfer as you're about to realize got it Because he wants to be a hockey player. <laughs> oh, God, I hurt a little, but I'm all right. God, son, what the hell are you doing? 364 more days till next year's hockey tryouts. I got to toughen up. Yeah! Oh, God, I felt good. Yeah! Come on, boy, cut that out. You're making me sick. Hey! So you're a hockey player, huh? Yeah. You gonna give that shit up? You gonna concentrate on golf? Who the hell are you? I'm the club pro here, Chubbs Peterson. And I'm offering to teach you how to play golf personally. For free. No. You have no idea who I am, do you? No, I don't. Back in 1965, Sports Illustrated said I was going to be the next Arnold Palmer. Yeah, what happened? They wouldn't let me play on the pro tour anymore. Oh, I'm sorry. Because you're black? Hell no. 
damned alligator bit my hand. Oh my god! Yeah, tournament down in Florida. I hooked my ball in the rough down by the lake. Damned alligator just popped up, cut me down in my prime. He got me, but I tore one of that bastard's eyes out. <laughs> You're pretty sick, Chubbs. I have never seen <laughs> all half as far as you can. You got real talent, kid. Well, that's nice of you to say, but uh, I've been training to be a hockey player my whole life. Golf's no different from hockey. Requires talent, self-discipline. Golf requires goofy pants and a fat ass. You should talk to my neighbor, the accountant, probably a great golfer, huge ass. Hey, I bet your neighbor, the accountant, can't drive the ball 400 yards. Bet your neighbor, the accountant, doesn't have a shot to get on the pro tour. How would I do that? You win the Open tomorrow, you're automatically on the pro tour. <laughs> then who knows? Maybe you win the tour championship one day. Get that gold jacket like I never got. Gold jacket, green jacket, who gives this shit? <laughs> yeah. Oh! Oh! Don't worry about that. Made of wood. Is this why straight Real guys straight. my age dress like that? Oh boy, sorry about that. Look, it was good to meet you, but uh, yeah. So, uh, all right, I'm out of here. You know, this is not real smart, kid. I thought you were pro material, trying to make the big bucks. Because he's got to help his grandmother. Mm-hmm. So he needs. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of big bucks? There you go. Sounds like somebody might have a happy Gilmore date in their future. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Maybe, maybe not. Mm, I love that so much. That's one of my favorite I like favorite a mannequin movies. hand. That's one of my favorite movies. You know who's good in that movie? Joe Flaherty has a small part in it. Oh, does he? Oh, my God. He's so good in it. Because he's so, like, he's like this sycophant for the villain. He's mm-hmm. just like a fan. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah, he's yeah, so yeah. good in it. Um. Yeah. Happy Gilmore. Love it. What's next? Brett? All right. Next up, uh, you mind if I throw one of mine in here? Yeah. What no, do you got teed all. up, Bog? All right. Uh, I, I I got two. The first one is um. This is a, a, a movie that uh, there's no shortage of good scenes from uh, Network, um, but it's um, – uh, this is the Ned Beatty scene from Network. This is the Ned Network. Beatty scene? Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. This, is, uh, uh, this is one of my favorite movies, but this scene in particular – I mean, the, one of the big questions in Network is like who is – who's ultimately in charge of everything? It kind yeah. of, and kind who of, is meddled with the forces of nature? Yes. Yeah. yeah. And can you even like oppose power because power is just like too all-encompassing? So this is uh, when he uh, – Howard Beale sort of gets into the inner, inner, most inner sanctum. And the answer is Ned Beatty, Howard Beale, and no. Yes. <laughs> and uh, yeah. just like tremendously acted. Um, uh, I think this and like the, um, is it Beatrice Strong? Like this is also a great movie for just like one scene mm-hmm. performances. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, let me pull this up now. You tell me you're a madman. Only Dizzle to relieve. How are you now? As mad as a hatter. Who is it? I'm going to take you into our conference room. Seems more seemly a setting for what I have to say to you. I started as a salesman, Mr. Beale. I'm going to take you into our conference room. It's a better scene for me to do my monologue in. Yeah. They say I can sell anything. 
like to try to sell something to you. Valhalla, Mr. Beale. Please sit down. And all of a sudden, it's, it may as well be the dead of night because it's just this long table lit by banker's lamps. And yeah. he's, he goes to the all the way to the other side of the room. Closes the curtains. Uh-huh, yeah. Is it this how... Very dark. Joe talks to you sometimes, Brett? That's what Joe's office looks like. like. Yeah. You have meddled with the primal forces of nature, Mr. Beale, and I won't have it. Is that clear? That's what I'm afraid of when someone's like, I need to talk deal. to you. That is not the case. The Arabs have or, taken billions of dollars. Let's go over here. It'll be better for what I have to say back. to you, and that this will happen. It is ebb and flow, tidal gravity. It is ecological balance. You are an old man who thinks in terms of nations and peoples. There are no nations. There are no peoples. There are no Russians. There are no Arabs. There are no third worlds. There is no West. There is only one holistic system of systems. One vast and imane, interwoven, interacting, multivariate, multinational dominion of dollars. Petrodollars, electrodollars, multidollars, Reichmarks, rims, rubles, pounds, and shekels. It is the international system of currency which determines the totality of life on this planet. That is the natural order of things today. That is the atomic and subatomic and galactic structure of things today. And you have meddled with the primal forces of nature. And you will atone. Am I getting through to you, Mr. Beale? Um, I think I could do that. I mean, see, that's the thing that. Yeah. No offense. Look, like uh, Ned Bay is an amazing actor. I really think I could start to play these big yelly roles. Well, I feel like I've seen you say something like that. Here, give me the dialogue from this thing, Brett. Sure. Um, we both will. We'll, 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 you've meddled you, with you the primal forces of nature, Mr. Beale. Yeah, first line, you have meddled with the primal forces of nature, Mr. Beale. You have meddled with the primal forces of nature. Is that it? Right. It was, was very great. good. Wait, was that was that you or did I? I think I played the scene I'm not again. sure either. This is also Tom Sharpling for Nature Valley Granola Bars. Yeah. And yes, I will shave. Uh, let's see where those we're... those things is tasty, but they is dusty. You yeah. open a. I wanted to bring one of those cookies for those Larry and Lenny cookies for bread, and I forgot <laughs> to bring one. Let's see. You have meddled with the primal forces of nature, Mr. Beale, and I won't have it. Is that clear? You think you've merely stopped a business deal. That is not the case. 
The Arabs have taken billions of dollars out of this country, and now they must put it back. It's ebb and flow, tidal gravity. It is ecological balance. See, that's, that's that, good. That was incredible. I'll say this. I'm reading it off of a phone for the first time ever. I could do this. Who wants to give me a part like that? Give, and the only way I take is if Julie gets to do the part alongside me, too, and we alternate words. Yep. <laughs> we'll go. You! We're like the, we'll be like the Sklar brothers. Yeah. Let's try right now. You yeah, okay, yeah. have messed with the wrong dudes. That's going to be the name of our movie. You've messed with the wrong fuckers. Yeah. Yeah. That's the only way we do it. We go around kicking butts. Because like. Did you ever see the movie The Hospital, Brent? I have, yeah. With, yeah, another Patty Chayefsky. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Which with, I think um, Patty with, shows. With uh, George uh, C. Scott, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Patty might not have exactly hit a bullseye on The Hospital. Yeah, not <sighs> every day was St. Patty's Day. Well, the missing ingredient there, I I, I think I'm a huge Sidney Lumet fan. I think Sidney Lumet's one of the great great directors. Mm-hmm. I think that that's that's the, uh, a Patty Chayefsky needs a Sidney Lumet to kind of, you know. Sure. Shape, shape the gotcha. thing. I gotcha. Yeah, Faye yeah. Dunaway ain't too shabby in that neither. Oh, she's fantastic. Yeah. Well, get me one of these yelly parts, Hollywood. I mean, it wasn't just yelly though. You found the nuance in it. I mean, that, well, that was truly. And I'll just. Tom's very angry at else. capitalism. I hate capitalism so much. It's a bummer. Really, is a bummer, and that's why I say this forever dog is the man now, and I don't like it. I just look at this place. This is just the They've man. they got the sign outside. They got their big sign. They got their desks and they're on microphones. I'm sick of it. Exactly the opposite. One of the last truly independent podcast networks out here. Everybody's gobbling up VC money, this parent company, that buyout, club this. random, this club, yeah. random, that. Mm-hmm. No, nah, man, we are same as we've ever been. Same as it ever was. Never taking money from nobody. Mm-hmm. We live off what we make. Now that's how that's how they do it. And what they what they want they uh, make. Uh, what they want they take, and what they don't they break. Just like ACDC said. Let's go to a uh, Tom clip here. This is the last Tom clip. Uh, this mm. is from uh, the movie American Graffiti. American Graffiti. Yeah. And this is a scene with uh, Wolfman Jack. Speaking <laughs> of unexpected actors acting, do you know this, Julie? I do. With Wolfman Jack, yeah, I like the one with Cousin Brucey better though. Cousin Brucey. It was called the Canadian. It was called the Canadian. What's another word for graffiti? With Cousin Brucey. Hi there, cousins. It's uh, Cousin Brucey, and uh, I'm here. And uh... yeah, that Cousin Brucey was a great uh, New York institution, and mm-hmm. he's still with 101.1. us. One hundred one point one. But this scene I like because it's like nobody expects. Wolfman Jack, yeah. of all people, to turn in a <laughs> legitimately nuanced Wolfgang exper- Puck uh, than Wolfgang Jack, the yeah. Wolfman Jack. Yeah, but the idea that Wolfman Jack turns in like this performance that's yes, well, as good Who as anybody knew? else in the movie. It's a young Richard Dreyfus looking for Wolfman Jack to make an announcement over the radio. He's at the radio station. Confusingly handsome Richard Dreyfuss. What do you want? Push the uh, red switch down. 
for this girl. Yeah. Aren't we all? She's not here. In case you forgot, it was Richard Dreyfus. I'm speaking now. You just go around the back. Thank you. This way. Hey, I have a popsicle. The icebox just broke down. They're melting all over the place. You want one? No, 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 thanks. Listen, uh, have a popsicle. Are you the wolf man? What <laughs> he really wants you to have a popsicle. No, man, I'm not the wolf man. Wait a minute. He's on tape. <laughs> the man is on tape. Well, uh, where where is he now? I mean, uh, where does he work? The Wolf Man is everywhere. Well, I gotta give him this note. Can I work on your Wolf Man? Here, let me see the note. Well, that's just a dedication, man. What I can do is I relay it. It'll be on tomorrow or Tuesday. No, no, no. See, this is very important. You see, I may be leaving town tomorrow, and it's very important that I... Damn it, that I reach this girl right now. You don't know whether you're going to leave town or not? Well, I'm supposed to go to college back east tomorrow. Um, I don't know if I'm going to go. I don't know. Wait a minute. Have a popsicle. <sighs> Have a pop. Uh-huh. Oh my god. Sit down a minute. It's early in the morning. Damn. I can't talk for the wolf man, but I can tell you one thing. If the wolf man was here, he'd say, get your ass in gear. The wolf man comes in here occasionally, bringing tapes, you know, to check up on me and whatnot. Yeah. And the places he talks about that he's been, the things he's seen. There's a great, big, beautiful world out there. And here I sit, sucking on popsicles. Oh, with the popsicles again. Want to leave? I'm not a young man anymore. And the wolfman gave me my start in the business. And I like it. I tell you what. If I can possibly do it tonight, I'll try to relay this dedication in and get it on the air for you later on. That would be terrific. Really. Thanks. Yes, man. Hey, it's been a pleasure. Thanks a lot. Really. I appreciate it. Sticky little mothers, ain't they? They really... <laughs> six or seven of them, right? I know. I got I got a whole, whole refrigerator full. Thanks a lot. See you later. Appreciate it. That was surprisingly... Good acting from Wolfman Jack. Yeah. Here's the crazy thing. This is at one point, George Lucas could pull a great performance from yes. somebody like Wolfman Jack. Yes. You jump forward in time. He pulls terrible performances from Natalie Portman, Liam Neeson, Ewan yeah. McGregor. He gets awful performances from great people. Yeah. At one point, he could get a great performance from a non-actor. Now, when you were doing your show on terrestrial radio, mm-hmm. was there ever 
Was there ever a pitch where somebody comes to the best show office and you're like, have a bicycle, have an ice cream sandwich, have one of those SpongeBob things with the gumball as a nose. Have one of the SpongeBob uh, gumball things. They're they're like, I'm looking for Tom Sharpling. And you're like, that's Tom Sharpling. And it's a tape of you. Yeah, I put on a tape and it's me just (laughs) going, get off my phone. Get off my phone. (laughs) Yeah, he's everywhere. Tom Sharpling's everywhere. He just comes by every once in a while. I would I will just say this. I would love a remake of American Graffiti where they're driving around New Jersey please, <laughs> instead I of Los Angeles listening yeah. to the best show. Listening to uh, please. That'd be a man. In the nineteen second. Well, it, I guess the show wasn't well, it was in the late nineteen nineties. Early two thousands would be great. And then yeah, we can't we in should, the in we could the just thing. Che- what, let's just cheat it a little bit so we get all that mm-hmm. great mid nineties fashion. Yeah. Like Adam Sandler wearing a plain t shirt and a flannel <laughs> shirt over it that's unbuttoned. Yeah. And huge. So baggy. <laughs> I, I think the, he was gonna I fit Rob Schneider. I respect the bagginess. It's I, uh, and also how did the one thing I will say, he's like he's like, uh, are you are you the wolfman? He's like I'm not the wolf man. It's like, yes, you are. Your voice, you sound well, like him. Then who is? You sound like him. You sound like him, but you're not overselling it. Like, and also, I kind of know that you look like him. <laughs> well, that's, yeah. I mean, I guess they're they're leaning into the mystery of this guy that nobody was sure what right. he looked like. But it's just like, right. they would have seen one picture of him. Now, I like Wolfman Jack as an actor. A Wolfman Jack actor. He might be better than Richard Dreyfuss in that scene. I was going to say. Richard Dreyfuss seems to be doing a lot more work. Yeah. He's just like kind of. It's amazing that he knows how to be at ease. Like there's an yes. ease to that performance. And mm-hmm. maybe it's because they're like, hey, just stick him behind the turntables and just do your thing and make him feel yep. comfortable. He doesn't have to worry about like what I do with my hands. Not not in the remake. You're going to be you're going to be standing on chairs and throwing them okay. around the wall. You're, the blocking yeah. is going to be intense. Who's coming in with the note? Um What's his name? Well, I was going to say Harry Styles, but it should probably be a New Jersey Mm-hmm. person someone who you believe is from new jersey sure what if it's just paul rudd with a giant baseball cap backwards so he looks young sure he comes in and he's like he's like can you get this dedication to the wolfman i'm like or to tom sharpling you're like mm-hmm. tom sharpling ain't here man he's <laughs> but you he's have to sound like yourself you can't do like a wolfman jack impersonation but see the thing is i know if i talk like me he's gonna go mm-hmm. you're tom so i'm talking like Uh-oh. wolfman to disguise it what if it's just, what if it's Wendy Williams instead? How are you doing? Yeah, that'd be <laughs> great. It was, it was Wendy broadcasting. <laughs> yeah. That'd be amazing. Or it's, it's, uh, Wendy's not here. Yeah. What if it's Dave and I could go, Dave's not here, man. Right. Mm-hmm. That's one for my heads out there. I want to. Mm-hmm, when I, mm-hmm. I, I have this relationship with my fans now, Julie. Look, we both have our fans on this. We do, but as and a then double we have threat, fans subset, that we share. Yes, there's a, there's a beautiful Venn diagram. There's a double threat subset within the body of double threat. I, I would never wanted to talk about this to you. Uh oh. I slipped through the occasional uh, reference hole? for them to light up a oh. doobie. They they can spark a doobie when I make a certain. Oh reference in the no, show. not the devil's lettuce. Yeah, I do. I make certain references to where just like and then they're like oh tom just gave us 
The signal. He gave us the okay sign to the high sign mm. to puff on the pipe. Yeah, to guys, get if high. I give you the high sign, that's that means effort. spark up another one of your doobies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, you guys, uh, we got three more clips here. Give us the best of it. Let's give us the best. Let's, yeah, how are we doing time wise? Uh, we're yeah, we're good. We're we're, we're uh, let's speed it. Let's speed through it. How much it, more Brett. show? Let's how much more show should it. we do? I would say uh, if we can do another maybe. Ten minutes time. Yeah, there we go. How about that? Perfect. So give us the highlights and then we'll rank some clips and then we'll call it a day. Great. Um, so uh, this uh, this clip this is a fun one. This is uh, this is from the uh, uh, movie version of the original Batman TV series. This is the first Batman movie from 1966. Oh, yes. With the shark. Uh, well, this is. Does somebody popping up in a window? No, there might. This is the uh, Batman trying to dispose of a bomb scene. Do you know that one? Oh, yes. I know this. Yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. So he's got one of those old timey bombs with the fuse going. There's a marching band, obviously. But oh, no, it's not a marching band. It's like the Salvation Army. Yeah. You can't throw the bomb at the Salvation Army people. No. (laughs) (laughs) He's bringing the bomb around. He's told the saloon to clear out. They're they're taking their time doing so. I think that's uh, is that that your uncle there in drag? (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Two ladies in the foreground cannot be bothered to leave. No, they're enjoying their meal. Just carrying the bag. Two nuns. Two nuns. <laughs> a baby with a baby. Oh my God, there's a baby. <laughs> He's on the pier. The Salvation, Salvation Army, Army people band. are going towards No him. one deserves to get blown up. Oh my God. <laughs> Poor so Batman funny. doesn't know what to do. And also, where they decided to shoot, it's just like Batman has to like shimmy through <laughs> between the railing. Going through a parking space. Yeah. Is great. <laughs> <laughs> this feels like they almost didn't get permission to shoot here. <laughs> this is how this. Oh There's no, it's two lovers on a boat smooching. He can't have that. No. Throw it at the nuns. They covered so much up. <laughs> God, these idiots again. <laughs> Some ducks in the in the water. He can't throw the bomb. That's the longest fuse in Someday history. You just can't get rid of a bomb. <laughs> if you were the writer, they're like, we need a line for him to say here. Mm-hmm. Okay, Robin is bare-legged and on the move. Batman! Batman! It's all right, Robin. Holy heart failure! Fortunately, I was able to dispose of that bomb in the nick of time and shield myself behind these (laughs) heavy iron pipes. You risked your life to save that riffraff in the bar? They may be drinkers, Robin, but they're also human beings. And may be so salvaged. I had to do it. 
As if Adam West and Burt Ward were not loaded on the set of Batman. <laughs> they may be drinkers. Some Maybe they can be saved someday. Meanwhile, he's going to step off set. There's a bourbon <laughs> waiting for him. A bat bourbon. What else we got, Brett? All right. Uh, we are down uh, to the to the final two clips here, um, uh, and then we'll choose the top ten. Uh, so this is uh, Julie's final clip. Uh, this is um, uh, from the great Robert Altman movie, The Long Goodbye. This is a scene oh. early on uh, where uh, uh, Philip Marlowe, uh, played by Elliot Gould, is looking for cat food in the mm-hmm. middle, middle of the night. Mm. Recently, uh, for the first time on Blu-ray, Long Goodbye. Any any good extras? Any stuff? There are. There's a lot of carryover. I haven't explored it yet, but there's some carryover from from a British DVD. But um, I'm I'm excited about watching it. I just want to see a good. I want the cat commentary. Mm-hmm. Meow. I had a lot of fun in this scene. Hey. Uh... Excuse me, I don't see any curry brand cat food. So what? Curry brand cat food. Hey, it happens to be the only kind of food. Yeah, curry brand. C O U R. Oh, we're all of that. Curry Why brand. Don't you get this, Mr. All this shit is the same anyway. Oh, yeah, you don't happen to have a cat by any chance. What do I need a cat for? I got a girl. Ha <laughs> ha. He's got a girl and I got a cat. There's a long goodbye. I love how the song That's Long me. Goodbye. Like it plays in in the Muzak in the grocery store, like the song the song the long goodbye is just plays in multiple forms throughout the movie. I think it's such a one of the most. It's such a great movie. Oh my god! It might be that in Nashville. Those are my two yeah. favorite Almond movies. Mm-hmm. Yep, those are good choices. What is Tom's last clip? Brad? Uh, all right, we already played Tom's last clip. Uh, this is the uh, the last listener nomination, uh, and this is a this is a double threat favorite. Going back to our Cohen Brothers episode, uh, this is the uh, Jolly Roger scene from uh, Serious oh, Man. Oh yes, mm. uh, I felt this was this was a must to have uh, on on the list, um, at least as a nomination. We love the Jolly Roger, Larry. How are you? Shy. Hello, Judith. Hello, son. Larry, I want to thank you for coming. It's so important we'd be able to discuss these things. I'm happy to come to Emberside, but I'm thinking, really, maybe it's best to leave these discussions to the lawyers. Of course. Legal matters, you let the lawyers discuss. You don't mix apples and oranges. I have begged you to see the lawyer. I told you I'm going Monday. Monday is timely. This is not... (laughs) Please, Embers is not the forum for legalities. You're so right. Mm. No, Judith and I wanted merely to discuss... Practicalities, living arrangements. After all, this is an issue where no one is at odds. Living arrangements? I think we all agree that uh, the children not being contaminated with the tension, the 
most important. We shouldn't put the kids in the middle of this, Larry. The kids aren't... I'm saying we. I'm not pointing fingers. No one is playing the blame game. I didn't say anyone was. Well, let's not play, he said. She said either. I, I wasn't. I... All right, look, look, look. Let's just take a step back and, and we can diffuse the situation. You know, Larry, um, sometimes I find that if I count to ten, one, Oh, God. Two. Three. Four. (laughs) Silently. Really, to keep things on an even keel, leading up to Danny's bar mitzvah. Child's bar mitzvah. Sai and I think it's Look at the color difference between the clothes on both Mm -hmm. sides of the table. Move out. Well, it makes eminent sense. Things can't continue as Move out. Where would I go? Well, for instance... Eminent. The Jolly Roger is quite livable. It's not expensive. The rooms are eminently habitable. He likes that word. He uses it twice in a row. Wouldn't it make more sense for you to move in with Cy? Larry. Larry, you, you are jesting. I think, really, the Jolly Roger is... The appropriate course of action. And it's important for people to remember that Cy Abelman is fucking Larry's wife. Yes. Yeah. This is exciting. We are about to crown the uh, the definitive list of the top 10 scenes in movie history. Mm-hmm. Uh, and these are our finalists. Let me put this, uh, put this up uh, one second. All right. Yeah. I mean, look, you can remove um, from my list, remove the... Uh, Batting cages, Happy Gilmore. I did, I did enjoy the watching crybaby, that. Though. You can remove the crybaby scene. Let me, uh, sorry, online. let me read, read through this really quick for our listen, okay. listeners uh-huh. who aren't watching. So, this is uh, the finalists are the courtroom scene from Crybaby, uh, the internet cafe scene from, scene from Frownland, the pharmacy scene from Magnolia, the Waterloo karaoke scene from Muriel's Wedding, uh, the mob wife scene from Goodfellas, the hotel hallway fist uh, prank from Jackass, the eyeball trick from Invasion of the Body Snatchers. The opening credits into Porpoise Song from Head, the Fat Boys uh, buffet scene from Crush Groove, Nick uh, Cage screaming as a uh, therapist in Vampire's Kiss, uh, the Blues Hammer scene in Ghost World, the hostage scene in King of Comedy uh, with Sandra Bernhard crawling across the table, the batting cages scene in Happy Gilmore, uh, Ned Beatty's big speech in Network, Wolfman Jack scene in American Graffiti, the bomb, trying to get rid of the bomb scene in Batman 1966, Elliot Gould looking for cat food in The Long Goodbye, and the Jolly Roger scene in A Serious Man. Uh, so sorry, what what are we eliminating? You can, you can remove the Happy Gilmore okay. one. You can remove the crybaby's courtroom scene. Oh, okay. I'm gonna say I think we we all like Muriel's wedding, but I don't I don't think that's gonna that can be a go. top ten. That, that scene can go. Um, okay. down to fifteen. Same thing with Ghost World. As much as I love Ghost World, I don't yeah. think it's a double threat top ten material film. I think. Um, I mean, should we just put um, Batman first? That's pretty much <laughs> Batman, yeah. Batman carrying first. that bomb yeah, around. Yeah. I think Batman goes one. You could feel it while we were watching it. Yeah. That, that was I mean, the, it's yeah. it's really good filmmaking. And then um, I would say Porpoise Song is number two. Yeah, I could go with that. Um, I think um, Serious, Serious Man. Man, maybe just because we just watched yeah, it. Yeah, let's is, do that. Very high up for me. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, I was 
blown away by that jackass scene. And the higher we put it, the more satisfied I'll be just from a high low point okay. of view. I think yeah, that's a number four that. then. Yeah. Okay. Can I say um, in the in the reverse order? Um, yeah. Maybe uh, the eyeball trick is like a good ten. Sure. Is yeah, that like a kind that. of a good kickoff? Yep. Okay. You know? yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or kick back, as it were. I would. I want to have um, Sandy and King of Comedy represented there, just because it's such a. You want to go five for that? Sure. Yeah. Um, where are we at on uh, Magnolia? Does that make the list? No. Yeah, let's ditch Magnolia. I think we could all agree on Long Goodbye being. Yeah. Yeah, let's put that in. That's six. So we have three more. We get three more. And we're down to Frownland, Goodfellas, Crush Groove, Vampire's Kiss, Network, and American Graffiti. Let's lose American Graffiti. I was going to say Frownland, I think, should be there. I think it represents something very, very distilled and essential. That's why I'd rather lose. Yeah, let's Mm -hmm. go. Frownland can be either seven or nine. Let's go. Yeah. Let's drop it right there. Now we got two slots and four left. And they are Goodfellas. I can't read my eyes or two. Uh, oh, good, Crush Groove. Goodfellas, Crush Groove, Vampires Kiss and Network. Kind of say, I kind of think that Crush Groove scene meant a lot to me. Yeah, let's put the Crush Groove scene in number eight. <laughs> I like that a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. That right. was really good when they came up for the third helping. Yeah. And this is uh, this is your call. Any anyway, you <sighs> pick I could I go. defer to I defer to Brett. Um I'm gonna take off. Um, I'm gonna take off network. I'm because I because I because my performance. Oh, no comparison, no comparison. And do, does good does Goodfellas negate um, King of Comedy? Do we have too much Scorsese on? Should we just put the scene where the dog bites Tex Watson in the balls here? Also, we don't have any Tarantino. Well, let's go with the Goodfellas. I think the Goodfellas one is so or, important. Okay. It's such a. It's such a. It's kind of the spirit of this. Mm-hmm. Being episode of this because it's also it's not a and scene i don't need to be worried about. that there are two scorsese films no no I mean, not at all. what but if i have a panic attack in the middle of the night well well you'll you'll just have okay. to know that it, you're justified you, you okay. that it, it, it's where it should be because okay. it's uh, the spirit of this thing is to find the scenes that nobody nobody ranks yes yes and that's a scene that does not that gets overlooked in a thing that has scenes that it everybody does? it's so big in my mind. But I I'm guess saying, that's just but me. people yeah. will talk about uh Copacabana. Uh, am I funny to you? Copacabana. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. like those are the scenes people jump on. That's fascinating to me because whenever I think of that movie, that's the first scene I think of. Mm-hmm. Making the sauce at the end. Having the Oh, yeah. stirring the sauce. Yeah. I think I think this is a I think this is a fantastic this is a, list. This is this, this is, is the best list I've ever seen. Of uh, you want to go from yeah. ten to one on it? Yeah, ten to one. So um, uh, coming at number ten, uh, it is uh, uh, Brooke Adams' eyeball trick in Invasion of the Body Snatchers. Uh, at number nine, it is the mob wife scene from Goodfellas. Uh, at number eight, it is the Fat Boys buffet scene from Crush Groove. At number seven, the Internet Cafe scene from Frownland. At number six, Elliot Gould looking for cat food in The Long Goodbye. At number five is Sandra Bernhardt holding Jerry Lewis hostage in King of Comedy. 
At number four, it is the uh, hotel hallway uh, fist through the wall prank from Jackass. At number three, it is the Jolly Roger uh, scene in A Serious Man. At number two, it is the opening credits and porpoise song from Head. And at number one, it is Batman trying to dispose of a bomb from (laughs) Batman 1966. Those are your definitive uh, 10 greatest scenes in movie history. Mm -hmm. That's great. Great. There it is. Double and that train style. coming towards the audience is not going to be in this list Ooh. either. No. Train coming toward the audience, guy getting hit in the stomach with a cannonball, planes not learning how, the planes attempts at flight, uh, failed attempts at flight, no. Um, uh, Fred Ott sneeze, should probably make the list, but did not. <laughs> so, everybody, thank you for being a part of this very special two-episode uh extravaganza yeah and And we will be back next week with more fun Mm -hmm. and thank you for listening and rate and subscribe and do all those good things that we love that you do and go to foreverdog.plus and check out ask julie the hit podcast of 2022 oh and the podcast i'm going to debut i said i would do it uh, it's going to be called uh, Frying Pan. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's going to be mm-hmm. on Forever Dog Plus, and basically, it's a shorter podcast that you heat up a frying pan, and different people come by and stick their hand on it, <laughs> and they each... <laughs> it's on the shorter side. <laughs> so Sounds it'll great. be kind of like, "Hey, uh, Eugene Merman's coming by. Is, welcome to Frying Pan." He's like, "Oh, great, thanks." He's like, "All right, let's do it." Thanks for listening to Frying Pen. We'll be back next week. <laughs> so are you doing a monologue as the frying pan warms up? No, each episode is probably 30, 20 to 40 seconds long. <laughs> okay, like, so the frying pan is already hot when you start ro- oh, yeah, ro- yeah. rolling, recording. Yeah. Frying pan sizzling away. Okay. So get ready. Frying pan <laughs> coming right. soon on Sounds Forever good. Dog. Thanks, everybody. Okay, goodbye. Bye. Forever Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook.